Hi, Jay. This yeah. is Ellen, and please joining us in just a second. He's going to sit down here. Terrific. How are you? Bonjour to both of you. Thank you. Bonjour to you. It's it's seven p.m. in the evening where you are. Yes. Yes. Thank thank you so much for 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 calling me. Uh, 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 tell our listeners a little bit of, of who I'm speaking to because I said it's 7 p.m. in the evening where you are, so they're all scratching their heads going, so where are they? So so please feel free to introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Ellen Wolf, and I'm an American living in Paris, and my reason for living in Paris is Remy Umblard, who's going to come over here any moment, I believe, and speak to you. <laughs> um, I'm... Um, an opera singer, or formerly an opera singer, I danced and sang in a lot of musicals uh, in New York, in the States, and in France, and um, right now, of course, we're in quarantine in Paris, France, and Remy can tell you a little bit about himself, here he is. Hello. Hello, bonjour. Hello, hello, bonjour. Also, my name is Remy Amblard, and I'm a, a musician in Paris. Voilà, I'm a, I'm a keyboard player and I, I'm a composer and arranger and a producer too. Voilà. And I do lots of different stuff, uh, many, uh, many jazz and soul and uh, sometimes rock band, blues rock band. So lots of stuff, teaching, voilà, and uh, lots of projects too. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so you're writing the new musical, A Quarantine in Paris. Uh, <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Trying to get him to do that. We um, revoiced the song and rewrote right. some, some we words some yes. for, for somebody else's work. We, we took, um, Remy had the idea about the song. Do you want to tell him? Uh, about an arrangement about an arc in the UK in a classical way. Oh, that's great. Uh, the, we changed a little bit the world about the virus, uh, introduced uh, some lyrics in that, that Ellen's wrote about the, this song. Voilà, it's... Uh, it's a totally different version of the punk version we have taken in, in the different way, the opposite way. <laughs> we don't often work together on occasion. No. We performed at art no. galleries or, no. you know, some crossover rep. But when you mm-hmm. put a classically trained former opera singer together with a jazz man who mm-hmm. does mostly pop and rock, you, you don't have the general crossover that you might think you would. So um, this will give us an opportunity, I guess, to... Right. Trapped inside with only each other to, to find some musical um, common ground. Right. Uh, so you're probably going to create something fascinating from it, uh, uh, combining these these two uh, these two ideas. I think it's going to be very fascinating what's going to come out of this. Um, okay, we hope. Yeah, <laughs> really. it could be. Yes. <laughs> Now, now we're being very flip about this by saying a quarantine in Paris and all of that. So, tell, tell, tell me what it's like to be quarantined in Paris. I know what it is here. It's maddening here. How is it over there? What's going on in in Paris? It's horrible. The quarantine. Plus, <laughs> you can you can the problem that they cancel all the concerts, all the gigs. So I can't work. I can't give my teach. So I give a few teach by internet. But uh, lots of my students went away from Paris in a uh, in campaign house. But they don't have any piano or internet connection. So it's a big mess. It's going to be a big, uh, well, it's, it's complicated. But people respect the quarantine outside, right? But, uh, well, it's complicated, right? right. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's been this way for at least 10 days here officially, right. but even before that, 
there was a slowdown. When was your last concert? Two weeks ago, uh, the second week of, uh, of March. The second week of March, uh, it was in my We see everybody was working until the, the it was... Uh, like the, the, the 11th or 12th, I think, yeah, the, when the, they the 14th and 15th. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the 17th of March. So, so the two first weeks were okay. But I used to wear a mask already with some students and pay attention to didn't shake any hand or something like that before. Right. I mean, in fact, before the quarantine, everybody was working normally. Yeah. And, and certainly yeah. not now. Ellen, how is it for you? What's, what's, uh, there you are in this beautiful place, but, but you're indoors. How is it for you? How's, 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 how's it going for you? It's, you know, it, it's not easy. Um, I'm, I'm a former New Yorker, so, you know, I, I like long walks and, you know, Paris was great for that too. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not used to performing so much as a, as a, Solo or a one-woman act. I was never that. I loved being in big productions. I was very lucky early on to work in many different capacities, backstage, even on stage. You know, in, in different capacities, everything from you know an extra, you know, uh, to to you know small parts or singing in the chorus or dancing. Um, I did a lot of the Central Park productions with um, New York Grand Opera. Oh, sure. Take way back, you know. To Maestro La Selva when he was with us. Um, I worked at New York City Opera um, as f from from the time I was an intern, <laughs> or right up through the time that they left Lincoln Lincoln Center. Um, I wrangled kids. You know, sometimes I was on stage as an extra. You know, um, there worked with other opera companies. So I love being part of a production. Right. Here in France, I was lucky enough in November to jump in as, you know, a chorus person in an Offenbach production. And it really, you know, I felt a part of something once again <laughs> and was looking forward to things in 2020. And now everything has just come grinding to a halt and, you know, spoken to friends worldwide and everybody's having, you know, more cancellations than than ideas of when the next round of castings may be and just have to wait and see so it's making me kind of look at you know could I do something on my own you know right. I'm, I'm not quite that generation of post your, your newest thing on YouTube and I don't know how I feel about that but I definitely have time to reflect on it and right. maybe come around to it uh, I, it, it seems we're forced into such a thing these days uh, some people being quite brilliant on online on YouTube and, and, and on their Facebooks etc so so I'm sure that brilliance will strike you uh, what's the mood what's the mood over there like for out there uh, I'm sure you've spoken to people looking outside your window at this this beautiful view and there's no one around to to walk past it what's what's the mood it, it, it is weird um, frustration from a lot of a lot of fellow artists, I think, a fear, you know, uncertainty, because you just don't know, you know, at first they said two weeks, now they're saying six weeks, um, you know, so you try not to turn on the news every day, to, all day, every day to see, um, you know, our friends in the, my friends in the States are behind us. You know, so I've heard some of them be like, oh, this is, you know, I, I get it, but I don't get it. You know, maybe I'm still going to take this job. What do you think? And, you know, I'm to the point of I, I haven't been out in a week. Um, and when Remy comes in, you know, I'm like, leave your gloves by the door and don't bring that in yet. I'm going to wipe it down. And, right. You know, so it's 
quelqu'un qui voit sometimes outside, ils avaient aussi le market outside, parce qu'ils explosent la suite. Two weeks ago, there was a market with people on it. So in the morning, sometimes when I go out to buy some food, there was people in the street, a little bit. There was uh, a little bit, less and less. We actually, we actually here have to fill out an official form that you have to download or copy from a government site, which I don't think anywhere in the United States they have to do that. But France, they're very big on their forms, so it's a, a self. Um, and you're allowed out for up to an hour. Um, wow! Right, right around. Yeah. So, so, so if you're uh, so uh, minute sixty one, you can actually be told to to leave the streets. You, you could, I guess, even be fined. Um, the, oh. uh, you could get an amount. Yeah, um, and if you're a repeat, I think the first fine what now is, is 135 euros if you're no, found. And they've actually sent apparently a few repeat offenders right. to, to jail. Uh, oh my gosh. At the frontier of Belgium, at the frontier of Belgium, he yeah. to pass to make his uh, his gas, etc. It takes Oh my gosh! Someone driving, trying to get gas in another country. Um, no, no, no. The frontier to Belgium to France to cross the Belgian border. The gas was less expensive, and, and he, he gets uh, more than four thousand euros. Yeah, for being for being more than one kilometer from your home. I have some retired friends living in the south. And they were debating on a social media group that we're all friends with, um, a theater group. And they were like, are we both allowed in the car at the same time? And the answer was no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They really, if you go out, you send one person from your household out. Okay. Only in the same time, I think lots of people have, have quit Paris because they have a second house. And there they can go out, I think. So they don't respect as much we, we did in Paris, I think so. Outside of the Outside, city. Outside, because there's a lot of people complaining because, uh, on, like, uh, vacation place, uh, all the Parisian guys come on the things are in vacation, so all the people from the, the village are very upset to get that because they, they doesn't behave well. And they said they make the confusion between confinement and, uh, and vacation. So, uh, voilà. And all the people who have left Paris, we have a second house outside. They left Paris to continue to go a little bit house, to not be stuck in their home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's something you'll see maybe, you know, on, on the side there in the city in 10 days or so. As the, the thoughts just start to change. I spoke with friends who were in Rome, and they... At the point I spoke with them last week, I think it was the 19th, and I said, when was the last time you were out? And it's two young, young people, it's a young couple, and she said, we've not been out in over two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Just, she said, it's just not worth it. We're, we order our food delivery, you know, the weekly grocery, or two weeks if they can get it, you know, and it, they just have it dropped at their doorstep. The guy knocks or, you know, kicks the door and leaves, and then they wash it and bring it in. So it's uh, it's something I've never seen in my lifetime. I don't think any of it. I I have to tell you, I'm 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 gathering. I'm much. I'm 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 a different generation than you. Let's put it that way. And I remember AIDS and nine eleven and the Reagan cuts and everything like that. The world changed so many times, but I've never seen something that's literally uh, uh, stopping the entire planet like this. It's it's uh, well, frightening. Yeah, because. Uh, as we don't know, some, some politics doesn't take the decision to stop the economy, 
Alors, le centre politique texte, the, the, uh, enfin, it's a speech of the government is not very clear because the president says, as long you can continue to go to work, go to work. So, uh, in the same time, they say pay attention to the virus on the, uh, I don't know, just say, I know that UK didn't block his entire country. Some people, they're part of the country, en fait. Typically political decision. So, uh, yeah. Everyone's days or weeks behind each other and they kind of see what, what went wrong. You know, with someone else's plans, and hopefully they catch up and change it. But you know, apparently, especially in Europe or Paris, they they think we're approaching. We ho we hope we're approaching the peak right, in the next right, week right, or right. so. Um, but poor Italy is a good ten days ahead of us, and right. every time they think they've hit the peak and are descending. They, they have another bad day. So, uh, you know, versus the analysis, you know, of friends in Germany who are like, we're still able to go out and, and ride bikes and, you know, do things, but we have to be careful. And I'm like, well, maybe we weren't good at being careful, and that's why we have to see in. There you go. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, uh, I, it's, it's funny you say that. I was talking to, to someone in Florida yesterday, and, and uh, they said, okay, it's okay, it's fine here, everything's okay. And then this morning I read in the paper that Florida's going to impose a 14-day quarantine on anyone coming into Florida. So, so you're right. You know, it's, it's interesting we're talking different time zones. So, yes, what's, what's happening there is about to happen somewhere else and has happened somewhere else. And that's, that's really frightening when, when you look at that in real time. It is. I was but thinking... It, it's frightening on the same time, so that's the typically the stuff of the TV. They only talk about dead people. A lot of people are cured by this stuff. So you're not obliged to die. It's not Ebola, you know? They only talk about the number of deaths, you know? But there is a grip every year in France, on, on in France, every year there is 10,000 people die about the grip. So it's a grip probably much more aggressive. And sometimes young people are dying, so it's not normal. They, 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 they should have talked about the people... They're starting to talk a little bit more uh, about people, but I think also they want us we, we, to stay we, we, in and not to misjudge it because it's been so somewhat, somewhat, and somewhat severely misjudged or underestimated, and that's how it it spreads. So rapidly. Do you think that's why they're being so fatalistic? Do you think that's why they're focusing on uh, on on who's died as opposed to who survived? Because we're the kind of we're, you know we're, we're all of us around the world are, are the kind of people that go oh what oh ninety three percent people live great I'm going outside. Well, well but I think I think it's a TV stuff because TV loves to sell information on a, on on loves to sell bad information because uh, it sells paper and on people watching that it's a part of it. Right. Yeah. Right. But also, yeah, I think, you know, if they say you sh we should do the right thing and we should protect ourselves and others, and maybe people think, yeah, but protecting myself means going to that job or trying to push through, even though I don't feel 100% well or I know I saw somebody who was sick the other day. Apparently, uh, we don't work because it's complicated for us to work, but some of people, I think, I would be curious to know the percentage of people who continue to go to work. I think there's a quite a sort of people we, to, we continue to go to work in the fact healthcare you know in France they were showing this morning at what, what should have been rush hour they were at a, one of our big train stations Saint Lazare yeah. 
but it was there was like one person. Right, so people respect quite So they're really, okay. you know, the metros are virtually closed right, right, at this point. Right, right. Um, healthcare people are going to work, of course. Pharmacy staff, supermarket staff. Um, they're putting up barriers in the in the um, supermarkets well, and trying to. Yeah, only a few, like Italy, only a few people at a time allowed in the store. You absolutely have to respect a, a distance between each and every customer. And and they're starting to require something interesting. I'm a little bit technologically resistant, um, <laughs> so I've not always done online banking. I don't like to use my card if I have cash, and right now they're really cash is no longer king. They only want you to, to you know, touchless <laughs> pay with your card right now. We can be wiped off easily, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's things, things you never think about, but I, I think I'm going to have to be a lot more technological when this is over, and just in case we ever have another something. But, um, Let's uh, Now, when you say we have to think about things differently, uh, we're all artists, and that's that's what, what my, my podcast is about. What's going to happen to the world of art? I have seen it change thanks to AIDS, and I can't say thanks, but you know what I mean. Uh, 9-11 to AIDS to, to crises around the world to, to history itself has been plucked in different ways thanks to, to, to we artists uh, what's going to happen now what's the next what's going to come out of this if we want to talk positive what's going to come out of this we're, we're going to come out of this I think all of the artists are somehow as, as always we're you know very adaptive people <laughs> and um we have to express ourselves, and um, also, if you look at the number of people now that are in their apartments or their houses, and and they're watching, you know, more movies or videos than than ever. You know, every time you post anything of your own music or or contact a friend, they go, "Are you going to post something? Why don't you record something and put it up?" You know, and so people are relying right now a lot on the arts and the entertainment for, I you know, for something to hold on to during, right. during this period. So hopefully that they will remember us and, and recognize that fact as we come out of it and, and, and help the, the artists who will be struggling to... to get it's going to be complicated for the artistic, uh, I think so, because lots of people who can't work during a long time, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be complicated for the artists, except if the government helps the, the artists, it's complicated to can't to don't have any work during two months, you know. Right. It's already complicated work because you're not you're not sure to have your your work every 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 month, etc. Like normal people will go to fast, people go to factory. So it's gonna be I think it's gonna be hard for the they can't sell all the concerts, they can't sell all the all the musicals, they can't sell everything. So it's gonna be complicated for that. I think this is what. I hope once we get over the initial shock of and awe of of what's happened to a lot of our livelihoods, well, people will, I think, come back and support it, and we should use this time. I'm trying to look at using this time, and I know Remy's been practicing a lot all day, every day, and, you know, we've done this little project so far together and hope to do a few more, you know, um... I think we just have to look within ourselves and, and really how can we use this time? You know, maybe we don't have time to work on a side project because we're busy 
teaching or preparing for a show, well, guess what? Now we've got nothing but time right, right. for any side project we've ever wanted to come up with. So it's right. it's just to focus first within and then put that creativity into our our next great thing. If, if I speak with, uh, with Remy's positivity, uh, maybe there'll be an explosion. Maybe, uh, and I had an author say this, there are so many people that sat there, just like you said, uh, uh, that... Uh, you know, I wish I had time to write the great American novel. Well, what do you got now but time? Uh, I wish I had time to write that song, to write that poem, to, to just plain look at my phone and sing. Yeah, absolutely. And that that is what I'm, I'm hoping for when I see so many friends who are just like, my show's been canceled, my contract's for three, three months out, or my season has been canceled. I don't know if I want to do this anymore, right. and they're doing it at a great level, um, I think, okay, I'm going to let you sit with that for a few weeks, you know, but then I, I'm really going to hope that I see you turn that around and say, you know what, it is worth it. I had, you know, the, that bad week, and now I'm, I'm back, and I, because we do it for a reason, you know, we all got into this for a reason. I don't think for any of us it was, you know, money or stability. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're insane, yes, really. You know, so I think we just have to draw within again, and, and it's for me, it's time to remember why I was doing it and why I was so drawn drawn to it, you know, to begin with. So renew our passions and, and come out stronger somehow on the other end of this. Uh, I'll, I'll ask the last big question. Uh, uh, philosophically speaking, do you think we're going to be a better world? Yes, the art that I think I think there will be an explosion. I think the the level of art that's going to come from this uh, will will be incredible. Do you think we're going to be a better world? Do you think we're going to open the doors and say, "Oh well, never mind," and then just elbow our way onto the subways, or do you think we're going to come out better people? I sincerely hope we come out better people. Um, speaking from two different tragedies, not on this not on this global scale at the time, but after 9-11, I felt like New York had a, a different edge. We didn't lose our edge, but, you know, more people, when they said, hey, how you doing? It wasn't, how you doing? Let's move on to the next thing. They'd actually give you a heartbeat to answer. Right. And listen to your, you know, they didn't ask just to make pleasant conversation anymore. They, they gave a minute and thought, I wanted somebody to ask me how I was, and I'm asking this person. You know, it was a little more authentic than than the original. Um, and then same thing here after Bataclan, um, you know, the Paris kind of attack. Yes, yes. I, I feel like it, it changed Paris a little bit, you know, on a humane level, elbowing into the metro. I mean, there is still that, but sure, hopefully... I had an Italian friend say to me, well, maybe now, you know, we've all learned better social hygiene, you know, not going out when you're sick. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I thought, yeah, that's a, a fun way of looking at it, you know. Um, I I did have that thought, Jay, um, just kind of worldwide. I was like, why couldn't we have all seen what was happening in China and when it jumped out and gone, let's take a global two weeks of, you know, self-meditation and everybody off at the same time. Of course, that's insane for the governments and the politics and the economies, and but we're all doing it now, 10 days apart, you know. <laughs> if we'd all done it together, it may have really stopped this at the, at the I, get-go. I, I, had a I had a colleague who used to uh, uh, very snarkily say, 
there's never enough time to do it right the first time, but there always seems to be enough time to try to fix it. So, so yeah, here, exactly. here's where we are. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope we'll learn from it, and, and you know, we'll definitely be changed, and hopefully we'll be changed, uh, changed for the better. You know? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I, I thank you both, and you both are, are the total exemplification of a better world. Uh, we, we, we're Facebook friends. I, 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 I don't know you personally on that level, and you seeked me out, and you called me, and you, uh, on your email, you said, I'll set the alarm to make sure I call you. You are taking that step to, to closing all gaps and being wonderful artists and wonderful people. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me, both of you. And and I wish you well. Uh, uh, may you get outside at least for an hour and 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 just yeah. be good to each other and to life until uh, until we can all be together again. Well, thank you, okay, thank, you thank you, Jane. Continue what you're doing. Thank and, you. And all that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ciao. Ciao. Bye.